0: With Hashem's assistance, we are now learning Sotadav tesva page 15. So we begin the last word on page Yudah, on 14b. It says, So we're talking about the Mincha. It's brought up with a klishares, with a holy vessel. Is it true you're actually going to offer it up in this Klisha? It doesn't mean you actually do the offering. Inside the clichares, but rather you bring it up in the clichares in order to then offer it two dots and you salt of and you place it upon the fire that the verse says that all of the carbons, all the sacrifices that you do from flour, so you salt them after the handful is brought, so you can eat the leftovers Minolan, how do we know this? The Kohen brings its mention. And the verse says, That which is left over goes to Aaron and his sons. So the Kohanim are allowed to eat the rest. So he brings the handful. Each one according to what he holds. Let's see what that means. The Itmar, as we have said in our Memra. From when does the handful being brought... Permit you to eat the rest, shirayim bakhila the leftovers to be eaten. Rechanina Amar Misha Or from when the fire starts to catch. Rav Yechonin Amar Misha Titzas Or Barubay. Rav says no, it's only when the fire has caught on most of it. V'rashoi n'akoyanim l'tein l'soichayayin v'shemin u'dvash. We said the Kohanim can put into it wine and oil and honey. My time what's the reason? Amar Krog the verse says l'mashcha in order to anoint it, so to speak, the and this teaches us that just like an anointing for a great person, just like a great person, a king, eats, so too this is how you eat the flower offering, so you, therefore you can add wine and honey and oil. So the only thing we're not allowed to do with them is to make them into to becau, cause them to, becau, to become chametz. The ever says, You shouldn't bake it such that it becomes chametz. Right after that, the Pasuk says, Their portion. Lakish, says, Even a portion of them should not become chametz. You're not allowed to bake them such that they become chametz. We continue all of the menachas, etc. Is it true we said that over here we don't need shaman and Lavena, we don't need oil and frankincense in her offering, the offering of the sota. But by all other offerings you do indeed need shaman, oil and lavina, frankincense is that so asks the Gemara we find by the flower offering of the sinner the Torah the the says don't place upon it any kind of oil and don't place on it frankincense so you see that there's something else this is what we're saying all of the regular flower offerings needs one of the following three things one is Shemin oil and frankincense. They come from wheat. They come with as fine flour. So, how does it work out? Because the offering of a sinner, even though it doesn't require oil and frankincense, it still comes from wheat. And it comes with fine flour. And we have the other case, which is mentioned in the Mishnah. The flower offering which was brought on the second day of Pesach, even though it comes from barley, to una It nevertheless it requires oil and frankincense, Uval Geras, and it's finely ground. Vizu, however, though the offering of the woman, the Saita, to una It doesn't require any kind of oil or frankincense, Uvaminas, and it comes from barley, Uval Kemach, and it comes not finely ground, but rather It comes in this way that's more like animal food. Tanya Amr Rib Shimin. Rib Shimin says that really it should be that the flower offering of a sinner should require oil and frankincense. That someone who's a sinner shouldn't be rewarded, it shouldn't be cheaper for him. So why is it that we don't require it? That his carbon shouldn't be too beautiful. The point is that a person should realize this is being brought for the the reason that I, I sinned should to unansachim. And it should also be the case that a chatashalev, a sin offering, should require libations, wine libations, so that he shouldn't get you know, he shouldn't get off easy, he shouldn't get get off cheap. so why doesn't he require it? That his carbon shouldn't be so beautiful. the chatis and the asham of a metzora of someone who's leprous. To unen they do require indeed to have nesachim, to have the wine libations. They don't come for any sin. And the Gemara asks, Is it so? It doesn't come for a sin. person who is leprous There are seven reasons why leprosy comes, and it's a whole list of, of sins. So, how can you tell me that it's not coming for a sin? He's bringing it, he's bringing it for a sin. So, the Gemara answers, Hossam mean the go out who the ach really. No, the the only time that you need to that you don't bring any kind of libations is only if the the offering itself is going to be machaber is going to atone for you. However, this guy who's bringing these offerings he was already atoned for by the leprosy itself. The reason that he's bringing the korban is in order that he should be able to be allowed to eat kachim to eat holy stuff, in order to eat from anything that's kachim that's holy. So he has to have a kapar an atonement for that. That's why he brings his korban, not in order to have an atonement for his actual sin. So the Gemara says, if that's so, nazir the the offering of the nazir, so it should require libations. it's not coming for any kind of sin. So the Gemara answers, la He holds like the amar that he says nazir nami that a nazir also is a sinner. Why? Because he prevented himself from enjoying the world, Hashem gave us wine in order to enjoy it, and he's not enjoying it, so therefore he's a sinner in a certain sense, so therefore he doesn't bring any Nesachim, he doesn't bring any wine libations two dots, Ramei Gamliel says just like, etc Tanya, Amarlehem Ramei Gamliel Chachamim, Ramei Gamliel said to the Chachamim Sayfrim Hanichuli Vajrashenah he said to them, Rabbis, let me come and say a Pshat a beautiful Pshat